This is Movie and a Beer, a podcast based in Portland, Oregon, where you can share in our discussion about movies and what beers go best with them. From classic cinema to the latest blockbuster, we all can use a little help figuring out what beers to enjoy in the theater or at home. So listen in and explore with us the vast world of ales and lagers to pair up with your movie experience. Welcome to Movie and a Beer. My name is Dan Kapersky. Tonight we have with us Family Guy expert Blake and Randall Garcia, local dad. Right on. So tonight's episode, we uh, we have taken a little bit of a break, and we're now social distancing while we record, and we have spent the evening enjoying both many beers. So many good beers. So many good beers. So many delicious beers. And we watched a couple of wonderful episodes from Family Guy. And on the day that we're recording, it is a national holiday of May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you, yes. We couldn't pass it up. Yeah, yeah. Screw Definitely the not. Screw the virus. We've, we've got this, guys. <laughs> we've got it. So, yes, we're, we're about a month and a half, almost two months into COVID-19 here in the U.S., and so thus... We took a break while we were social social distancing, and now we're back trying to be safe and enjoy our beers with our friends. And yes, we're watching things at home because there are no theaters available. Podcasts uh, must go on. Yes, yes. Must. Movies and beer must go on. The really kind of cool thing is we are able to get beer both on draft and in cans and bottles from mm-hmm. the local places in our neighborhood here. Uh, both Cerveza and Mac Wine Cellars have draft and you know cans and bottles available, and yeah. we've got a few other places that we can hit up as well as as well as going directly to the breweries if they don't have it in the stores. As you all know, we've been under a kind of shelter shelter in place for a while, and yeah. so we've. We, we decided to, to make a special May the 4th Be With You episode with a couple of Family Guy episodes and some lots of beers to kind of enjoy and, and just hang out and have a good evening and try to forget about some of the stupid shit going on right now. Oh, pardon my French. It, it worked for me. I, boy, I forgot how fun those are. I forgot how, how, how good those... Well, for anyone who doesn't know, there are three of the uh, Family Guy Star Wars trilogy, as there's three of the original trilogy. We had time to watch the first two. Yeah, we, so we were talking about those, but I, while watching, I just I forgot like how fun they were. They were like, amazing. Oh, yeah, this joke and that joke and oh boy. Yeah, they're they're pretty good stuff. We had a couple of hours to to burn tonight, so we spent the evening watching uh, Blue Shift, Blue Harvest, Blue Harvest. Sorry, yeah, Blue Harvest, which was the first one, and then something, something, something. Dark side. Dark side. <laughs> yeah. That so, classic joke where with something, something, something complete. Yeah. So it, it follows the first, well, episode four and episode five. Uh, yeah. Star Wars A New Hope. Which yeah. I think they named after they started making a trilogy. Like, oh, we should probably give that its own subtitle. Correct. It wasn't named episode four. It was, it was just first Star release. Wars. It was just Star Wars. It was God, just Star cool. Wars. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's see that in the theaters. Like, that year yeah well were you alive no (laughs) (laughs) i saw them upon re-release as a youth youths and as a youths (laughs) there's two of us that are in the room that were alive when it came out but the third of us yeah i know hashtag humble brag just barely just barely alive 
No, I was I was kicking at that time. Okay. I, I saw it in the theater when it came out. Nice. As a very young child. Child. All right, so yeah. we watched both episodes. If you've seen Family Guy, you understand their sense of humor. It's a lot of riffing. They tried to actually stick to the visualization of the movies. They did cut out a lot of the banter and stupid parts of the movies. Some of the stuff that would be a little dry for a 47-minute yeah. cartoon. I mean, you're, you're, you're compressing an hour and a half to two-hour movie down into 40 minutes plus yeah. or minus. And the funny thing is, is they do actually highlight some of the spoofiness <laughs> related to, hey, we're just going to sit here and say the same thing over and over three or four times just to waste a little bit of time in the animation versus just actually retelling the story as is. Which is a classic Family Guy spoof. Totally classic. I mean, shoot, the first time Peter hurts his knee, it's a solid 30 seconds of him. (laughs) (sighs) Yes, very good. Interesting part about it for me was reliving some of like, I've seen all of the Star Wars movies Mm -hmm. from start to finish. I've watched them in order. I've seen them now that were into the three prequels, the three episodes, and then now the three episodes post. So we're nine, ten episodes into this, plus all the cartoon series, which I just... Cartoon and series. the Mandalorian. And the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. So Rogue One. Rogue One. Solo. So, so they are going to be, at this point in time in history, producing not only additional Star Wars movies beyond yeah. the canon, as well as TV series, as... You know, streaming services have kind of blown up now. Disney Plus. A little bit. We're dating ourselves for those in the future. Yes. Now, Disney now Plus it's Disney is a thing. Mega Plus. Yes. <laughs> Who knows what it's going to be called in a few years. <clears throat> but right now, Disney Plus, all the Star Wars franchise, all the cartoons, everything is on there. You can watch them. It's pretty cool. And some places still have a VHS of the uh, Star Wars Christmas special floating around. Yes, I, oh my I, god! I yes. have that. I have that in my collection, and it's quite oh, hilarious. It's you actually. So here's some fandom. Hit me. You get to learn about in the Christmas special Chewbacca's family and his history. Yes. Oh. And his species, like Yoda, live for hundreds and hundreds of years. Nice. So when he and Han first meet in Han Solo, mm-hmm. a solo story or a Star Wars story or whatever the hell they call it, he's actually about three, four hundred years old at that point. He's, that sounds right. I feel like they reference that. He's a young that man. Too, right? They reference that. And, and it's kind of interesting how he is like Yoda. I mean, he lives forever throughout the series. He's Yoda doesn't live forever, obviously, if you've seen the series. But yeah, Chewbacca, beginning to end, is in there That's so cool. almost Every, for the whole entire. Yeah series except well no he was was he in the oh he was in the prequels too yeah yeah, yeah. No, second all or the yeah I well, can't remember no, if he, he shows up in Phantom Menace I think he shows up in Clone Wars Clone Wars I think yeah I think yeah I have to go back and watch him but anyway do you know do you really have to go back and watch it? <laughs> no, I don't think so I don't think so we can skim him quickly or we can just there we go google that and figure it out and for those in the future, way down the road, Googling is searching for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, n- now, now that Firefox has taken over. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I keep referencing the future because we're talking about Star Wars, which occurs in the past, but yet it's futuristic. and it's mm-hmm. you know, A knows. long, long time ago in the future. <laughs> in the future, yeah. yes. <laughs> but somehow also in the future. It, it, it makes sense because it is sort of... Cowboy Western-ish, mm-hmm. very, we're going to follow Bible-ish 
He was a pretty you classic know? story, and I feel like he was also inspired by like Kurosawa's storytelling, which is very like like straightforward, a little epic, but still down to earth. Yeah. Plus, plus there's a cantina band. It plays the one song. The one song. Any requests? Play that song again. Play that song again. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. It's they they really do point out a lot of the let's just say cinematic and storytelling issues and plot holes that exist. Well, the absurdities that we just kind of went along yeah. with and never really questioned. It's been, there wasn't anything like that at the time. People I know. Like, oh my I god! Know. Whoa. Yeah. Like, we, we'll let him get away with that. Sure, it's amazing looking, right? Yeah. It was amazing looking for when it came out and, and kind of set the tone. I mean, at the time, there was the it was the only thing. Right. There were no other space movies. There was nothing like it. Nothing like that. Because they were still working on, like, doing big on westerns yes. in the late 70s, right? Yep. Well, what about Flash Gordon? Uh, Flash Gordon. Uh, <laughs> I've seen a couple apps. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. And I, I did not see that in the theater, but I have seen it multiple times since on VHS and DVD and movies mm-hmm. and on demand. Pretty, ma- pretty amazing. It's a really good movie. I mean, unfortunately, it didn't have the popularity and <clears throat> the band Queen had a lot to do with the soundtrack right, and the popularity right. of it because they did bring something to the movie that hadn't really existed. It was So you go with Star Wars, which is this classic, mm-hmm. when you have this wonderful composer, and they actually do spotlight that in the second episode. It's like, or no, at the end of the first one, it's like, right, it's right, 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 right. Off, and it's like Danny Elfman, and they kill him off, because they're like, we don't want Danny Elfman doing this. I mean, again, I said before, Danny Elfman has a very specific tune, and it's called... Tim Burton. <laughs> exactly. I love Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman's I great, some, yeah. I enjoy some Oingo Boingo, but man, dude. Yeah. Every time I hear his stuff, I'm like, oh, it's Nightmare on, uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Cool, it's the cool. same uh, thing every movie. Oh, cool, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Well, let's talk about our beers. We have right, beers. So we drank a whole bunch of different beers, and we're going to do our best at this point in time to talk about them effectively. Um, we can kind of run through them as we drink them. We did a little pre-funk we had some dinner, we watched the movie, and then mm-hmm. drank while we ate. Um, some delicious Thai food. Oh yes, my goodness. Some really oh, Thai food. So I might so. eat more tonight, I really shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if, if, if anything, if you can take anything away from this episode, please go out, support your local restaurant, hole in the wall, bar, coffee house. We're all in this together. We're all in this mm-hmm. together. Just go visit anybody in your neighborhood and support them, either buy direct from them or online. I mean, unfortunately, with the Grubhub and you know all well, the delivery services, iffy, yeah, they're, yeah. You're, you're, they're not getting as much money through those services, but at least you're making an effort and they're getting something out of it. Yeah. So, all right, beers that we drank. So I started off the evening with a couple different beers and that would be the Heater Allen Lensbach so good L-E-N-Z-B-O-C-K which is a seasonal lager that they make and I also had the Rosenstadt Helles yes which they if you just see it in the local grocery stores here in the Portland area it'll just say Rosenstadt Lager mm-hmm. it'll say Hell yeah, the, Lager the, the, yeah the Helles is really really little it like is. It's, I tried to check it in, and I was like, I don't see it any... Wait, this looks familiar. Yes. <laughs> oh, so right. they, they started a lot of, <laughs> and, and we can touch on this, a lot of the breweries and places here in the, at least, Portland metro area started bottling and canning everything just to try and get their product out, as with a lot of bars and restaurants and things, are not purchasing their kegs. 
they don't want the beer to go bad, and so they were trying to get it yeah, out there beer, as much as beer, they can. Beer does have a shelf life. It does not. So it does or doesn't? We, we, I, I started, I'm, I'll talk briefly about... <laughs> it does, right? The yes, stock, yes. Which is a real traditional Hellas, real thin... Um, when I say cereal grain, I'm talking more Rice Krispies cereal grain. Mm. Uh, I like that comparison. Yeah. So, it, it, and then I moved over to the Heater Allen Lensbach, which is going to have a little bit more cereal sweetness, which is more like Cheerios. Cheerios. Mm. It, it's mm-hmm. a little bit more grainy, a little bit more body. It, it's going to be a little cleaner. Now, inf- the one thing, as I explained, uh, at least to part of the group here earlier this evening unfortunately Me. Randall was not included in the conversation the lens box the reason that they that. call it a box <laughs> is well uh, it's a traditional my box M-A-I B-O-C-K so which means what exactly it, that's just the name of the beer the style of the my box my box so it uses both and you can read the can we have the cans here now how is it different from your box your box well so there's not Sorry, a your there may <laughs> be i have not heard of one but it's different from a pilsner in that they're using both um this is both german style so they're using all german grains and all german hops they're including what's called vienna or vienna malt with the pilsner malt That's pilsners right. only use pilsner malt okay. typically so these guys are adding like more stuff to it. They're right? adding a little bit more to the body of the malt, and it's going to be higher alcohol because the grains are a little bit more sweeter, more dense. It adds more sugar. The hops are going to be similar. You can find really hoppy pilsners, mm-hmm. which are similar to this. You're you're going to have some really like Hallertau white or Blanc, which are going to be the real sharper, earthy. I, it, this is just to me an amazing German style. This is great. It's an amazing beer. It was really one of tasty. my favorite beers of all time, I, for it's, sure. It, and it's a seasonal thing. They don't make it all the mm. time, which is unfortunate. That is that's probably why it's so amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and my favorite can, beers are usually the seasonals. Yeah. So for for those here in Portland, um, Cerveza has it. And some of the Fred Meyers may have it. You can find it at most of the bottle shops. Mm-hmm. They distribute widely in this area. If you're not in this area, I would highly recommend trying to find something that's a little bit, you know, we, we were talking earlier about like, what beer should you drink while you watch this movie? I'm, yeah. It's, it, it's whatever you have in your fridge because we're all stuck at home. At this point, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we made the effort to go out and try and find a few different beers while we were drinking this. Yeah, so um, a little, little bit of a sampler platter. The Rosenstadt was a nice beginner beer, kind of led into the dinner. We had Lensbach with this. Um, we also had a couple of other beers. Well, I would say this was probably the Lindsbach was the best beer out of all of the four different ones we tried. I have to far. Yeah. I have to agree. I've the, I think I only had three of the four, but the yes. this one. When I walked into Dan's house, he excitedly like held the can up to me and said, "There's a few, a few more sips in this. You have to try it." I'm like, uh, okay, uh, let me get my shoes off. Have this, have this sip, sip. This leftover. It, it was just I was pouring some, and I was like, "I'm gonna save some because he's kind of he's about here." And I'm just like, "He really needs to try." And, this and as soon as it hit my tongue, it was like a splash of flavor. I was like, yeah. I, "Ooh!" So the crackling oh, in the background is so. Sorry, I'm so peeling, I'm, I'm peeling off the label. It. The peeling of the label. So you'll see that a lot of the places, while they are canning and bottling as much as they can if they're canning they're probably going into empty blank cans which is now what we have a tall boy in front of us plus a sticker that they apply they're usually applying the sticker after it's been filled Mm -hmm. right pretty uncommon as as i have done homebrew yeah Mm -hmm. that has been canned that's how they do it 
uh, they'll do it. They, there's mobile canning that, that comes around and does it. So hmm. I'm digressing, and we have a few minutes left. Let me talk briefly about the other beers that we tried. We had um, at least oh. myself and Blake tried uh, the Occidental Occidental Alt beer. Alt beer, which is a thicker. I guess I, thicker would be a common term to use when you'd say a more body to it. Yeah, it's it's thicker. Yeah, it was a darker. A bit darker, more malt. Uh, hops are going to be way more shallower on that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little sweeter on the front. It's going so you know, to lend itself to You know, I like it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a really smooth drinking beer. Um, yep. And then I went over to my draft. I have a commercial kegerator in the basement next to where we were watching the movie, and I had to enjoy humble brag. a Hopworks <laughs> um, ESB. So uh, one of my favorite beers of all time I, I have available at home on kegerator which is really similar to the Occidental Hall. Uh, there's really... I can see that. The, the malt profiles, the flavors are slightly different. Mm-hmm. One has a little bit more cereal. One has a little bit more roast. Uh, there's some toffee that you're going to get on the Occidental more than you're going to get on the ESB that you get. Um, the ESB is really clean and standard. It's a German-style beer. All is from Dusseldorf. I tried it. It was really good. I, I would say, though, out of all the beers that I tried, and I think you guys also agree, the Lensbach from Heater Allen, this My Box style, which is real so traditional. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's our winner. That's our go-to for the night. It's I will point. say, yeah. for the ESB, I love drinking it when I'm outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it always seems to taste better to me when I'm like outside. It, ideally, the weather's nice, but when I'm like not indoors. Yeah. I'm a very situational beer drinker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> There's something to be said for having what's in front of you and enjoying it with whatever capacity you can. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, in, and fortunately, we have places in our neighborhood that we can get to easily and mm-hmm. support and purchase alcohol, such as these wonderful cans and bottles of beer. There's a lot of support you can give to the local community by doing that, and we totally suggest and recommend, if you are listening to this, whatever local brewery, whatever local tap room or bar or... Even if they don't have like an online presence, like see if yes. they have a phone number you can call. Call them up, look it up online, see if you can order ahead of time or just show up. A lot of places do growler fills. A lot of the places here in Portland are doing small growlers of their own. Mm-hmm. I know, Cerveza, they do an awesome job. They, they have their kind of mini half-size growlers with yeah. their logo on it. You bring them back in and you get a dollar off your fill if you bring back what you have which is awesome, so it's recycling instead of just wasting more more glass. Hopefully saving them money in the long run. Yes. So It's a global pandemic, but it, let's act locally to support local business. Think global, act local. That's right. Yes. I love it. That, that's been around for a while, and we're going we're gonna to adhere to that. So mm-hmm. wonderful opportunity to hang out. Um, the two episodes of Family Guy that we watched tonight were available on Hulu definitely worth it yeah I, if you haven't seen them you know I, I, I'm going to pull a piece of paper out of my pocket if I, I would, I would definitely say if you haven't seen any Star Wars it might not be as funny but I think at this point everyone's familiar enough with Star Wars pretty yeah. much seen yeah. episode 4, 5, and 6 mm-hmm. the 3 episodes they hold up mm-hmm. so so season 6 episode 1 which is the Blue Harvest which is the one that we watched first and then season 8 episode 20 is the something 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 dark side? <laughs> so <laughs> <a> fun title. <laughs> and then the next season, which is season nine, episode twenty-one, is it's a trap. Nice. 
which is the Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've got Star Wars Episode Four. I think they have Klaus from American Dad playing Admiral Akbar. <laughs> it's I, funny. I think, but and and I would say that that we do have to give at least a moment of silence or or some pity to poor Meg, who gets. One line? She got Two, one, one, one line per movie. She got one line per movie at, well, per 45, 50 minute episode. Yeah. Which is really sad. Because the. Poor Meg. It's like, really? Shut up, Meg. You guys couldn't give her any more than that? Really? All right. Ridiculous. But yeah, very funny. I, yeah. I forgot how good they were. Yeah. So, four, three big thumbs up for mm-hmm. the show. Please check out. Uh, you, you could probably find them on YouTube or any streaming service besides Hulu, but they yeah. are available. That's how we watch them this evening. Uh, please seek out uh, your local bars, taverns, breweries. Support your local businesses as you can. Please stay safe. Uh, drink lots of water while you're enjoying these, if you're imbibing while you do so. Uh, this evening was a challenge for us to do that, but we <laughs> will do it before We're the night is over. Doing our best. And our stay best. tuned for our next episode. We have a lot of Japanese beers. That's yes, right. We in the we, fridge. We, we have a number of really interesting older samurai movies. Yes. And ninja movies and anime to watch Which in the future. Which is a so. wonderful segue from yeah. Star Wars because mm. Star Wars was inspired by a lot of those old Japanese samurai yes. movies. So yes. Definitely. We'll be back, folks. Alright, so... Samurai sword noise. Whoosh! 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 <laughs> Which is not too different from. <laughs> it's not too different from the whole like lightsaber. Right, <laughs> totally. And then except for the for the uh, the wood blocks, it's just our two noises. Oh, R two, sassy bot. <laughs> all right, so thank you all for listening tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as always, the opinions expressed during this episode are those that they recorded it. Which would be the host? Which would be me, Dan Kapersky. Me, Blake, the guy who says hydrate or dihydrate. Hydrate or dihydrate, drink lots of water. And Randall, the only dad here. The only dad here. I am your father. Uh, <laughs> perfect. Oh, get it in. All right, so thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, stay safe. Wear your, wear your face protection mask or whatever it is. Stay at home. Drink at home. Shelter in place, everybody. Shelter in place, everybody. Stay safe, and we'll catch you at the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Later. Thanks for listening. This has been Movie and a Beer. Stay tuned for future episodes and features to be added to our website and podcast. And please remember to drink responsibly and hydrate, hydrate, hydrate.